you love the live performances. A live performance from the amazing Risk, True Tales, Boldly Told podcast, Mark Allen. I'd like to take you back to 1987. I was living in Dallas, Texas, and I had a very good friend named Buck. And one thing that Buck and I loved to do was go on road trips to Austin. We kept promising each other that one day we were going to drive to Austin naked. And we talked about it so much to each other and our friends, we kind of felt like we had to do it. So let me just tell you, naked driving should never be planned. But since we were young and naive and knew nothing about spontaneity, one sunny August day, Buck held the wheel of my 1980 silver Toyota Corona hatchback as I simultaneously drove and carefully pulled every thread of clothing I had on off. And then put my hands back on the wheel, and Buck got undressed, and there we were, drive without having stopped, barreling up Highway 35, nude, and, you know, we were like, yay! And, uh, of course, it didn't feel hilarious or surreal. It felt incredibly awkward, incredibly pathetic. Uh, neither of us could say a word to each other. And so after a long silence, we were like, let's get in the right-hand lane, and then as cars slowly pass us in the left-hand lane, We'll honk at them and wave so they can see us. So after that livened up the mood a bit, we were like, you know, let's put our clothes back on now. And, you know, uh, we did it in reverse order and he held the wheel and I got dressed. And we were like, we did it. We're going down the road. And just as I'm stomping my last shoe onto my left foot on the floorboard, last piece of thing I had to put on, all of a sudden we hear, woo! And I look in the rearview mirror and there's a highway patrolman. And we're just like, oh my God, oh my God, what did you pull over, pull over? What are we going to say? What are we? You know, you whisper to each other when that happens? I don't know. So anyway, we came up with a plan. Two points. Number one, when the highway patrolman brings up new driving, act confused. And number two, when new driving is established, the fact is we were driving with our shirts off only and anyone who saw anything else is just imagining things. So the highway patrolman came and he took our driver's licenses and then he had us get out of the car and sure enough, he looks at me and he says, do you mind if I search your car? And I just went, um... And then he goes, is there anything in the car you'd like to tell me about now? And he's putting his gloves on. Anything incriminating or illegal you'd like to get out of the way? And I think about it for a minute and then I look him in the eye and I say, no, there isn't. And that was the truth. So they open my door and my hatchback and they're searching the car and I'm standing back there with Buck and I'm thinking, okay, they're going to bring up the new driving, just make sure you deny it. And, and as I'm thinking this, the highway patrolman starts walking really quickly over to me and he grabs my wrist and he puts it behind my back and clank, clank, and he handcuffs me and he throws me under the hood of his car and he starts shaking this clear plastic baggie in my face and it's filled with grass and this giant thing of rolling papers. And he goes, I found this in your glove compartment. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm going, oh, no, oh, no, 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 oh, uh, I totally swear to God, I forgot that that bag of grass had indeed been in my glove compartment, or I would have told him. And I thought, okay, we're going to lie about the new driving, but I better be 100% honest about that bag of grass. And he looks at me and says, what are the contents of this bag? And I look up at him, and with a shaky voice, I tell him the truth, and I say, it's grass that I took off the top of James Dean's gravesite in Fairmont, Indiana. And that's what was actually in that bag. I was a huge James Dean fan at the time. I'd been in Indiana. I went through Fairmont. I visited his gravesite. It was early in the morning. Nobody was around. I reached down and I took a bunch of the grass off the top because I thought it would have his DNA in it or something. And then the highway patrolman was like, why are there rolling papers with it? And I was like, oh God, how am I going to explain this? And I say, because one night me and a bunch of my James Dean fan friends rolled it up and smoked some of it. 
And this is the truth. Actually, the truth is it had just been me alone, but uh, I knew the highway patrolman and the cops knew we had been naked driving. I knew one of the uh, big pickup trucks we passed had pulled over and called from a payphone and reported us. And so, you know, I think they were very smart. They thought, well, let's pull them over and search the car and we'll probably find something worse. But instead they found something weird. So they put me in the back of the highway patrolman's car with my handcuffs still on. They handcuff button. They put him back in one of the cop cars. Oh, and I'm watching them search my car, and the car's wiggling. I'm thinking, God, is, is there anything else in the car that I forgot about? All of a sudden, one of the cops has his hand between the, my two front seats, deep in the console, and he's trying to pull something out. As I'm seeing him do that, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And right as I'm thinking that, he yanks out this filthy, crumpled up brown paper bag. And in my head, I'm going, no, no, oh, my God, I... I can't believe it. That bag is even worse than the James Dean Gravegrass, and I have no idea how I'm going to explain what's in that bag. You know, the Smiths, the band in the 80s. I was a huge fan, and I'd gone to see the Queen is Dead tour when it came to the Bronco Bowl in Dallas. At one point in the show, Morrissey, like, took off his sweat-soaked t-shirt and tossed it into the crowd, and everyone dove on it and tore it apart like wild animals. And I got a huge chunk of it, like the collar and the front of it. And later that week at school, people started offering me huge amounts of money for this thing. They're like, I'll give you $100 for that, because you could just smell Morrissey on his sweat. And so I started selling little chunks of it, like $30 and $20. And I was like, I could make a lot of money. And one day, I was in a head shop in Denton, Texas, and I saw that they sold these tiny, itty-bitty little Ziploc bags. I said, I know what I'll do. I'll take Morrissey's shirt and I'll cut it into tiny little white squares and I'll put each one of these white squares into one of these Ziploc bags and I'll sell them for 20 bucks a pop and I'll make like five grand, you know. It's art. Of course, when I did that, nobody wanted to buy it anymore. They were just like, what the hell? So I put them in this brown paper bag and I shoved it deep in between my two seats in the console Forgot about it. It's buried under a year of Whataburger wrappers and big gulp cups. I was just sitting there thinking, how am I going to explain this to the cops? And as I'm thinking it, I'm watching them. They go back to the cop car, and they're up at my car again, and they put all their rubber gloves on, and they've gotten out their drug testing kits. And they've got <laughs> blue vials of liquid, you know, and droppers, and they're taking with tweezers, and they're Morrissey's shirt out of the thing and they're putting it in the blue <laughs> droppers and they're on the radio back to headquarters or whatever, you know. They eventually calmed down and they opened the doors and conference with me and they were like, explain the contents of this car. So I had to tell them these stories over and over again. And they just kept looking at me. And the whole time, they weren't bringing up the naked driving, which was the whole point. And so we were all like trying to psych each other out. It's what it felt like, you know, what's real, what is truth, you know. And uh, so finally, they eventually unhandcuffed me. They unhandcuffed Buck. They put us both in the front seat of my car, which was a good sign. They took Morrissey's shirt. They took the James Dean Graygrass. And I'm waiting, and, and finally comes up and he goes, okay, Mr. Allen, we are charging you with, and I swear, right as I was about to, in commiseration, open my mouth and say, like an idiot, look, I know this is all about the naked driving, I just want you to know I'm really sorry, I learned my lesson. Instead, he takes his ticket off and he goes, we're charging you for an expired inspection sticker on your license plate, $40 fine. And I just said, oh, okay. And he said, have a nice day, and he went back to his car. So I took the ticket, and I shoved it deep in the center console of my car, started it up, we headed back to Austin, and anyone who saw anything else is just imagining things. Thanks again to Mark Allen and Kevin Allison of Risk for letting us use that story. Got one story you want to share with us as well? Let us know. Snapjudgment.org. Snapjudgment.org.